the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. TC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Florida Governor DeSantis calling out the National Guard to deal with illegal aliens trying to cross the border. The governor declared a state of emergency after the Sunshine State has already seen hundreds of illegal migrants enter the state and more vessels identified as potentially on their way. DeSantis cited the border crisis continuing unabated and President Biden continuing to show his ineptitude at managing the crisis. Given the migration of illegals to the state is likely to constitute a major disaster, he's authorizing the Guard to deploy as needed to deal with the emergency. Rhonda Rockster reporting. The first international travelers are arriving in China without the mandatory quarantine that had been imposed at the start of the pandemic some three years ago. Ironically, the easing of border restrictions comes as the virus is spreading widely in China. This is SRN News. Mark Levin thinks one party is ruining this country. The Democrat Party is intentionally and affirmatively destroying America because they want to control the country, they want all the power, they want part one-party rule like they have in California, effectively have in New Jersey and New York, like they have in Illinois, Rhode Island, several of these other states. That's what they want. It's all about power and control and instituting their ideology. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriots. Embark on a 10-day adventure you'll remember forever. The Stand with Israel Tour. Explore over 40 iconic sites, including the Galilee region, the Jordan River Valley, Jerusalem, and more. Register today and see the full itinerary at am1280thepatriot.com. Hour 1 of the Narn with Brad Carlson is next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 Patriot is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in on this uh, crisp, uh, sunshiny Sunday Hope you are enjoying your day. It, it's cold out, but at least the sun is out, so that always kind of gives us a little extra bounce in our step. But uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, if you're listening to this uh, program later on via podcast, uh, we appreciate you tuning in as well. And by the way, we do have the uh, live stream up and running at our uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And as always, our good friend Wild Wilson checks in. Wild, always good to uh, have you on the broadcast, sir. Thank you so very much. I uh, do have some uh, national and local news to get to this hour, so I want to get to that as soon as possible. Obviously, what's been dominating uh, the news for most of this past week was the fight over the Speaker of the House. Now, the Speaker of the House does not necessarily have to be a member of Congress. It's just the way it has gone is that if the uh, Speaker of the House is from the party who holds the majority 
in the U.S. House. You know, they get to, uh, obviously, they oversee the rules, essentially, and committee assignments for their members and that sort of thing. Well, Kevin McCarthy has been angling for the speaker job for quite a while. And it was assumed that he'd be the guy uh, once the Republicans took over the majority in Congress. Funny thing happened on the way to the midterms, however. There was not a red wave. It was assumed there was going to be a red wave where Republicans would get upwards of 230, 240, you know, 230 members was minimum, I'd heard. And it could be upwards to 250. Okay. And all Kevin McCarthy needed was a simple majority, 218 uh members, he would easily get that if there were 240, you know, 230, 240 Republicans. Well, there only ended up being 222. Okay, so he could only lose four votes. Because there was no way a Democrat was going to cross over and vote for Kevin McCarthy, even though Kevin McCarthy was pretty loyal to Democrats and rubber stamping a lot of these spending bills back in the day when there was uh, divided government. Well, uh, spoiler alert, or maybe not so much, uh, Kevin McCarthy was finally elected uh, as Speaker of the House on the 15th ballot. Okay, for perspective, it has not gone more than one ballot in two centuries. Okay, I'm just looking, I'm just looking looking at this. It hasn't required multiple ballots since uh, 1827, okay? That's almost 200 years. Is my math right on that? Yeah, 200 years. And 15 ballots, that's the fifth most in history. If you're wondering what the most is, uh, Nathaniel Prentice Banks was elected House Speaker on the 133rd ballot back in 18 for the 34th Congress, which was from 1855 to 1857, pre-Civil War days. Okay, so uh, didn't get close to that. But, uh, yeah, so this is, a def- this is definitely a historic, historic moment or historic uh, uh, circumstance. But the problem was, you know, I, I didn't have a problem with, forcing Kevin McCarthy to, hey, make some concessions here because we can't have the same old, same old stuff where we're rubber stamping trillion-dollar spending bills at the 11th hour and not even reading the 4,000-page monstrosity and because no, because they're waiving all the rules to allow amendments and debate and whatever else, you could just slap on a bunch of extra provisions in these bills. Okay, I, in fact, I, I, it was either last week or the week before uh, I went over the omnibus bill that was passed and all of the just god-awful, wasteful spending that was in it. Okay, and that should make you angry because this is pa- being passed on to not, you know, to our kids and our grandkids. Okay, there we're $31 trillion in debt. So our kids' share of the national debt is probably close to six figures by now. Fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 could be upwards of $100,000. Who's to say? It's a it's an enormous amount of money, and that doesn't even factor in any unfunded uh, liabilities, which could bring us into hundreds of trillions of dollars. So, my point is is that uh, kudos to Chip Roy, Congressman out of Texas. He's been the only one who has consistently decried wasteful spending and addressing the national debt. Because I've said many times on this program, the fact that we that's not even talked about hardly is a dereliction of duty. And it goes back several presidents. I mean, George W. Bush, God love him. I, you know, I was, I was, I, I liked uh, President Bush. Voted for him twice. He spent a lot of money, and it continued right through to Barack Obama, Donald Trump. Donald Trump was at least forthright about it. Where at one point, you know, he was asked about, you know, goodness sakes, President Trump, all this out of control spending, and he basically says, ah, it's not going to be a major problem till long after I'm gone. I mean, say what you want about Trump. At least he was forthright in, in saying what many others pretty much knew. And that's kind of been the attitude. Well, you know, we'll just continue to kick the can down the road past these continuing resolutions. Well, uh, Eric Erickson, uh, while the speaker fight was going on, Eric Erickson, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, I subscribe to his Substacks uh, page. He's a national 
a conservative radio host. Uh, he talked openly about Chip Roy and what Chip Roy was trying to extract from House Republican leaders, saying, look, we're not going to give our, you know, we're not going to give our votes. We're willing to give our votes to Speaker McCarthy, but he has to have some concessions here. And uh, this was how Politico reported the concessions. Uh, fears of another trillion-plus-dollar omnibus spending bill have been a major driver of the conservative backlash to McCarthy. The brewing deal includes a promise for standalone votes on each of the 12 yearly appropriations bills, which would be considered under what is known as an open rule, allowing floor amendments to be offered by any lawmaker. Conservatives also want a concession to carve out any earmarks included in those packages for separate votes, though it's unclear if they'd be voted on as one package or separately. And then Eric Erickson uh, talks further about some of the deals that were being made. On top of that, it seems Congressman Roy also secured fiscal conservative seats on the House Rules Committee. This has not been done before. Nominal mainstream conservatives might get seats on the Rules Committee, but they do not put the firebrand conservatives on who might force rules to open the amendment process. Uh, Chip, um, things have, you know, these things have not been done before. They will, if the press reports are correct and the deal goes through, profoundly change the game in Congress and force the House actually to legislate responsibly instead of by crisis. It would be fantastic to toss McCarthy. He has shown himself to be weak and willing to give away the kitchen sink for the title of a neutered position, which, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, he essentially did. I'll get to that in a little bit. That is clearly not the guy you should want, but perhaps he gets to be speaker. If so, to get there, he had to go through Chip Roy and 19 other members of Congress to whom he has made incredible concessions. Well, the problem is the media, they focus on people like Matt Gates. Uh, congressman out of Florida, Lauren Boebert, congresswoman out of Colorado, who basically had personality conflicts with McCarthy and weren't going to give him the, the votes under any circumstances. I think Lauren Boebert ended up voting for him. Uh, Gates did not. Because like, apparently she got enough out of the deal. I don't know why I don't really care. But the point is, the media is only going to focus on those who have a personality problem with Kevin McCarthy and say, well, look at this. The Republicans, they get a slight majority in the House, and they can't even keep it together. They're melting down. And and I predicted this. I predicted this. As we were approaching Friday, January 6th, because we know what that is, okay, the Democrats pleasure themselves and self-abuse themselves uh, and, and engage in self-abuse whenever January 6th is brought up, you know, because they can use it as a cudgel against Republicans, because Republicans were all complicit in this, they say. Well... Uh, the one good thing about the speaker fight, it deflected away from the, the from the Democrats trying to engage in the normal uh, ceremony, you know, uh, commemorating January 6th. I mean, for the fir- for the first several months after January 6th, well, today is the, you know, for example, March 6th, 2021. Today is the two-month two anniversary, the darkest day in America's history. Well, first of all, if, if you call it the darkest day in America's history, you're you're lying. Okay, because if you say if you say it's worse than nine eleven two thousand one, I I I I'm glad you're saying that because then it means I can dismiss anything you have to say in the future. That's my standard. You can adhere to whatever standard you'd like. But the one good thing about the speaker fight is it took away from this you know from this grandstanding. It's call it what it is grandstanding over January sixth, where lies are told. They maintain to this day multiple Capitol police officers were killed in the line of duty on January 6th. It's a lie. Okay, Brian Sicknick, it was rumored for days after that, was died because he was bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher. That was a lie. He died as a result of a stroke the next day. Now, there are some medical examiners who indicate, well, the stress of the situation could have con- been a con- contributor to his cause of death, and there were others that said, well, he was uh, he, he came uh, had allergic reaction to pepper spray, which the Capitol rioters brought, and that caused the stroke and resulted in his death. But that's hardly conclusive. That's hardly definitive. Yet these the media and the president himself have said multiple police officers died as a result. Thanks for the clarification on that, Spencer. Uh, yeah, Lauren Boebert voted present. That's right. Yeah, because that allowed 
uh, because then that meant the threshold for McCarthy, uh, the vote number of votes he needed, that lowered the threshold from 218 to then he needed 216. So I appreciate the clarification on that. That's correct. So uh, this is what the media decided to focus on is the fracture in the Republican Party because they couldn't very well focus strictly on, on January 6th. But I called it, I called it, I called it. Uh, let me let me see if I can find the tweet. Um, Senator Amy Klobuchar was was one of the uh, was one of the people that hopped on this bandwagon. You know, here here it is. House vote on the anniversary of January sixth. Still empty speaker's chair. Embarrassing. Extremists still holding the Republican Party, and right now the Congress hostage. Now you will have two January sixth to remember the next time you vote. No one's going to remember the long, drawn-out speaker fight, Senator Klobuchar, you vapid hag. I'm sorry, that's not polite, that's not nice, but that just, that angers me. It's bullcrap. This is not like the Capitol riots. And it's pretty rich coming from people like Amy Klobuchar, Representative Angie Craig, and other individuals saying, well, look at this on the two-year anniversary, January 6th. Once again, Republicans are holding Congress hostage. It wasn't being held hostage. They were engaging in a democratic process. What happened to democracy is on the ballot in 2022. This was a democratic process. Votes being taken on the speaker. That is literally a democratic process. Yet the people who were prattling on about democracy being on the ballot suddenly were offended by democracy. It was infuriating. And, again, I've been saying for quite some time now, Democrats are assuming the people they represent are stupid and that they're just going to lop this up and regurgitate these chanting points. Folks, don't prove them right. Don't take the bait. Okay, because no one is going to remember this long, drawn-out speaker. Yeah, the media might commemorate an anniversary of it. Whatever. It's like, uh, I think Kevin McCarthy was probably going to look back on this day as maybe one of the easiest fights that he's had. Uh, Philip Klein at the National Review wrote about this, about how essentially Kevin McCarthy is given the uh, title of Speaker of the House. He's basically Speaker in name only. So uh, when we come back, we'll uh, definitely talk about that. Uh, Like I say, um, the fights are just beginning because now Congress is convening and it's going to be uh, ramped up, that is for sure. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment in mere moments. Go nowhere. Whenever I call you friend, I begin to think I understand you and I. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Party like it's 1930. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is celebrating 93 years in business with gifts just for you. Start with opening savings of up to $1,930 off a new furnace and AC combo. Celebrate their 93 years with a $93 Wi-Fi thermostat. That's over $100 in savings. Or take $93 off a new humidifier, UV light, or electronic air cleaner with your purchase. Ask about payment options and 0% financing. Did you know that Standard Heating also installs boilers? This month, save up to $1,000 on any boiler. Standard Heating's birthday is a savings extravaganza for everyone. Celebrate this three-generation, family-owned and operated business with some huge savings. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating today. Mention the Patriot. That's Standard Heating for all your heating and cooling needs. StandardHeating.com. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. 
now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. You know that I would be it's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so you can uh, definitely check it out there as well. Uh, while the speaker fight in the uh, U.S. House was going through multiple ballots, obviously they were considering possibly other candidates for speaker that the Republicans could unify behind, and one uh, such candidate was uh, Byron Donalds. He's a uh, congressman out of uh, Florida, and he was being uh, considered as a speaker, and you know Republicans... I think they're very impressed. I think this is his uh, first term as congressman. I'm not uh, uh, not 100% sure on that. But uh, he's uh, out of Florida's, I want to, for uh, purpose of full disclosure, yeah, Florida's 19th congressional district. And uh, because he's a a Trump guy, you know, uh, it's the typical attacks against a black man who's a Trump guy. That, you know, kind of the white face of, of or the black face of white supremacy. Remember they called that, remember they referred to Larry Elder as that when he was running for California governor in the recall against Gavin Newsom? Well, Cori Bush, a congresswoman, one of the members of the squad, uh, she's out of St. Louis. Remember she uh, was perfectly okay and said the taxpayers should foot the bill for my private security while I work to defund the police? Uh, she came out and said, you know, for what it's worth, Byron Donalds is not a historic candidate for speaker. He is a prop. Despite being black, he supports a policy agenda intent on upholding and perpetuating white supremacy. His name being in the mix is not progress. It's pathetic. So uh, when Democrats chide Republicans for being racists, uh, this is a confirmation of my friend uh, Mitch Berg's seventh law, uh, classic projection on that one. I mean, completely despicable. Attack him on the merits uh, of being speaker all you want. But to say that he's just a prop because he's a black man. uh, Again, I I, I should say I I would say I expect more uh, from from people, particularly Democrats. But I really don't. Let's just be honest. Uh, Philip Klein, National Review, in the aftermath of Kevin McCarthy being elected speaker again on the 15th ballot. Uh, indicated that uh, Kevin McCarthy, yeah, he's Speaker of the House, but really it's Speaker in name only. And I'll read some excerpts from uh, Philip Klein's piece. For while McCarthy has secured the speakership in title, he finds himself in an incredibly weak position, chastened by the protracted battle to gain power and the compromises it required along the way. To be clear... From the perspective of conservatives, a weakening of the speaker position could be a great development, especially in the long term, 
The scandalous $1.7 trillion omnibus package was an example of what happens when the normal procedures are gutted, debate foreclosed, and committees bypassed, while congressional leadership slaps together a massive bill at the end of the year and demands members vote for it just before Christmas or risk all sorts of calamities. Oh, I want to jump in there. Yeah, this, this happens all the time. I remember back when Obama was president. And they were passing these continuing resolutions. And it's just like, I remember thinking, you are basically saying that if these families don't, if these congressional members of Congress don't vote for this, they can't get home to their families in time for Christmas. Well, hello, they want to get home. They want to see their families. It's a, it's Christmas. Yeah, they're just going to go ahead and vote for it, not think of the consequences. Remember the, the debt ceiling fight? Same thing. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to default if we don't raise the debt ceiling. That was That was a lie. I remember that fight about nine, ten years ago. We still had plenty of tax revenue coming in to fulfill our obligations, particularly the interest on debt and our entitlements. The only money we wouldn't, the only, but it wouldn't have covered the discretionary spending. And Obama and the rest of the progs, they were scared to death that we might find out, wait a minute, we're getting along just fine, just funding entitlements and the interest on the national debt. So all this other crap that we're not paying for, we're, we're, we're fine as a country. What do we need all that other stuff? See, they might, you know, that might give up the game if we didn't raise the debt ceiling. But, and, and the government shutting down, you know, that, that, that's some big calamity. And it never is. Was your life any worse this past week when Congress wasn't in session and it wasn't allowed to convene? See, that, that's, I think, what Democrats and other progs were most scared of is the fact that, whoa, people might find out their lives aren't in ruins if Congress isn't in session. I'm just saying. So continuing with Philip Klein's piece, but even if there may be benefits to McCarthy being on a short leash, it's worth pointing out how short of a leash it really is. He is speaker in name only. McCarthy's problems began on election night when it became clear that the much-predicted red wave would not materialize. Instead of having a comfortable margin to play with as Republican leader, he finds himself with a narrow majority in which any five Republicans can block anything he wants to accomplish, assuming he can't count on Democrats for votes. And anything he does manage to wrestle through the House will just die in the Democratic-controlled Senate anyway. The first test of the problems McCarthy's narrow majority was the just-concluded fight to become Speaker in which a group of about 20 Republicans withheld their votes until he made significant concessions that will limit his power as Speaker and pave the way for many future confrontations. While some of the details are still coming out, he agreed to give Freedom Caucus members more power within the Rules Committee, which sets the parameters for passing legislation. He also acceded to change to a change to House rules that would allow any single member of Congress to call a vote to remove him from power. Even if it is never deployed, the fear of being ousted at any time will act as a check on him. Even with these concessions and more, McCarthy didn't win the confidence of a solid majority of 218 House members. Instead, six holdouts ended up voting present, including Congresswoman Boebert, so that he was able to become Speaker with 216 votes. The real test of his power will come later this year when he faces the looming fight over raising the debt ceiling. McCarthy is committed to push for concessions from Democrats in order to agree to raise the debt ceiling. But Democrats are still stewing over the 2011 debt ceiling fight and now view it as a massive mistake that Barack Obama negotiated with Republicans instead of holding firm and treating hiking the debt limit as just a responsible, as just a part of responsible governance. Thus, the Democrat-controlled Senate is unlikely to budge. Both sides are dug into their positions and yet also convinced that the other side will blink first. This is going to put McCarthy in the position of either sticking with his caucus and being willing to risk a meltdown of financial markets or voting with Democrats to hide the debt ceiling, which will put his speakership in peril, given that any one member can subject him to a vote of no confidence. As I just said, and Philip Klein echoes here, McCarthy could look back at this week as the easy part. So, yeah, this, uh, so for Klobi, Senator Klobuchar to come out and say, well, they're going to look at January 6th as not only the Capitol riots, but also the long, drawn-out speaker fight. No, no. Because, again, that's going to be the easy part of the 118th Congress, it would appear. 
uh, given all of the fights that are going to be brought forth. So, uh, you know, I, I, I really wasn't interested in all of the things that were taking place. In fact, I wrote at bradcarlson.org last Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it was, I said, yeah, just wake me when this fight is over. Cause I, I, I just don't care. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Kevin McCarthy and you know, he is definitely one of those rhinos, but the fact of the matter is the Republicans have a scant majority and there really isn't anybody in the caucus that could command a simple majority of members to be speaker. So, uh, just, I guess, wake me when it's over. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Check us out there if you so desire. Grant Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. 612, The Bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. With over 13,000 reviews online and a 4.8 on Google, you can trust Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, your go-to for small projects like adding an outlet or big remodels and rewiring. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. Mention the Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612 The Bird. Call 612 The Bird or visit 612TheBird.com. Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms, but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67. That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m., right here on 1280 The Patriot. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show with any comments or questions. As always, thank you for tuning in. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And we do have the live stream up and running there as well. So you can leave a comment or question there you'd like to view the program thank you as always for tuning in and again if you uh, are listening live 
but have to cut away, hey, I understand. You can listen to the program in its entirety at am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Podcasts, and you'll find all of your favorite AM1280 The Patriot shows. want to uh, kind of transition to some local political talk. Uh, the Minnesota legislature convened this past Tuesday. I believe it was Tuesday, January 3rd. And the DFL, of course, has complete control. State government, they have a uh, 70 to 64 majority in the House, a 34-33 majority in the Senate, and, of course, the governor's office. So if the Democrats stay completely unified on all of their legislation, they don't need Republicans. Uh, It's certainly not an overwhelming majority, and I dare say it it shouldn't be constituted as as a mandate. But this is the DFL we're talking about. Okay, they lied their way into getting elected. Just ask them. They'll tell you. I mean, they insist that the Roe v. Wade case at the Supreme Court, you know, when the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, I should say, the Democrats insist that that was a catalyst for their victory in getting the majority in the legislature. Well, if if that's true, then you admit you lied to be elected. I mean, I've gone over it many times. Democrats had all these boilerplate ads whether it be on YouTube or television or what have you, they just put in the name of the Republican candidate, so-and-so too extreme for Minnesota. If so-and-so is elected, uh, he or she will vote to overturn abortion. But what they didn't tell you is that it would be nothing but a symbolic vote because abortion was already protected by the Minnesota State Constitution. So as my friend and colleague Jack Tomzak said regarding this abortion legislation that Democrats have proposed this past week. It's nothing but window dressing. Okay? It's just basically codifying into state law the ruling that the Supreme Court handed down back in 1995 saying that the Minnesota Constitution protects abortions. The only way that that would get overturned is if a case is brought before the Supreme Court, Minnesota Supreme Court, and like at the U.S. Supreme Court, the makeup of the Supreme Court now, as opposed to 1995, would determine, yeah, uh, that was a mistake to to rule that way. That should be left up, say, for argument's sake, to the legislative process. And then they'd have to draft a law. Well, that not that's not going to happen anytime soon because the current makeup of the Supreme Court would not allow for that. I mean, they're very progressive. And these judges are elected. They're not appointed. So even if Scott Jensen were elected governor... He wouldn't be like President Trump where he could appoint justices that would be favorable to his agenda. Or so he thinks would be favorable to his agenda. You know, because a lot of people look at the Supreme Court as another legislature, which it's not. But yet you look, depending upon your ideology, if you're more of a conservative, obviously you're interested in having legal constructionists, those who will conserve the Constitution the way it is and not, you know, like in 1973, have some rogue justices come out and say, yeah, you know what, uh, this privacy uh, uh, aspect of the Constitution, that allows for abortion. Yeah, sure. You know, very shaky legal ground. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said as much. I'm kind of going all over the place, but my point is that the only way a governor appoints Supreme Court justices in Minnesota is when they reach the mandatory retirement age of age 70. Well, from what I understand, the only one closest to that, and his name escapes me, is the current pro-life justice. Okay? So that would just be a lateral move if it were replaced with a pro-life justice. The point is there was never any danger of abortion being overturned here in Minnesota, but the DFL flat-out lied about it to, to win. They did. You know, and they were good at it, obviously, because they did. They won. They kept the majority in the House, and they flipped the Senate and kept all the constitutional offices as well as the governor's office. So this is from the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press. Christopher Megan wrote this past week, Minnesota Democrats have control over state government and hope to use that power to pass laws some may find controversial, including abortion protections, paid family leave, legal cannabis, and a health care public option. Those are just some of the policies the DFL members have tried to approve for years but failed to under divided government when Republicans controlled the Senate. Now is DFLers chance to approve those priorities and more. But to do so, they'll need to keep 
together a slim majority in the House and a one-seat advantage in the Senate. Or they'll need to moderate their proposals enough to win over Republicans to help pass their bills. An unprecedented $17.5 billion budget surplus makes paying for some of Democrats' priorities easier. But roughly $12 billion of that surplus is one-time money, and the projected $6 billion in ongoing revenue could easily shrink due to inflation or new spending. So uh, I'll go through one of the... um, one of the legislative uh, agenda items that Christopher Megan talks about, abortion specifically. Legislation guaranteeing the right on abortion and other reproductive care cleared its first committee this week on a party-line vote. DFLers say the U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade drove voters to the polls in 2022 and helped them win control of government. Because the DFL lied about it. <coughs> Uh, Protecting abortion is expected to be one of the first bills that the new DFL majority approves this session. Republicans and anti-abortion activists criticized the bill during the Health Committee hearing, saying it lacked any restrictions on how or when abortions can be performed. Supporters of the bill say those decisions should be between doctors and patients and not include the government. Since the Roe decision was overturned in June, 18 states have enacted prohibitions on abortion. In Minnesota, abortion is now protected by a state Supreme Court case similar to Roe that supporters worry also could be overturned. But, you see, they don't. what they don't do is they don't provide any nuance. They don't provide any discussion on the dynamics. They say the only way that can be overturned is if a court case is brought. No such case is being brought. And the make of the, of the court likely wouldn't overturn it. I mean, is the chance non-zero? I I don't know, I guess, but it's certainly not as high as it was when at the U.S. Supreme Court when Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed as a justice a month or month, a couple of weeks before the 2020 presidential election. But again, the DFLers and the left wing political action committees, they, they don't provide any nuance. They just so when they say Republicans are extreme, again, they're projecting. And Walter Hudson, state representative, newly elected out of uh, out of Albertville, uh, Albertville, Wright County area. Uh, he talked about this uh, very bill that was being put through committee. And again, Republicans don't have any influence because. You know, Democrats have complete control. And if the DFL stays unified in this issue, which, again, I can't speak to outstate DFLers. There are still a few of them, and I don't know how pro-life they are. Typically, outstate DFLers tend to be a little more moderate than the Metrocrats. I mean, that's a pretty obvious statement. But nevertheless, Republicans realize the tenuous position they're in, so they're going to offer amendments. And I'll read from Walter Hudson's Facebook page regarding uh, his legislative update. Reasonable arguments were offered and rejected in the Health Finance Committee, which moved the bill forward without these changes. Requiring second and third trimester abortions to be performed in a hospital. Currently, abortion clinics are not licensed or regulated in the state of Minnesota. Banning the barbaric practice of partial birth abortions. That's where... If you have kids nearby, I'm just going to give you a fair warning describing partial birth abortion here. So uh, for purposes of full disclosure, I'm going to read it in five, four, three, two, one. Banning the barbaric practice of partial birth abortions. That's where you pull the child almost entirely out of the birth canal, leave its head in so it's technically not born, then snip a hole in the back of its head with scissors and suck its brain out with a catheter. Rejected. That was rejected in this health committee. Banning abortions in the third trimester, 26 weeks, while the amendment still allowed exceptions for rape, incest, life of the mother. Rejected. Requiring parents of minor children to be informed of an abortion. Currently in Minnesota, a 12-year-old could be brought to an abortion clinic by an adult without the parents being informed. Rejected. Democrats voted against each of these amendments along party lines, which is to say they approve of each of these unconscionable practices.
taking place. So when Democrats call Dr. Scott Jensen and his then running mate, Matt Burke, extreme on abortion by saying they don't want any exceptions in terms of rape or incest, they've never they never said they want an except. They never said they wouldn't allow an abortion if the health of the mother was in jeopardy. Never. They never said it. But they, they have the audacity to call them extreme, and yet they don't allow the banning of a barbaric practice like partial birth abortion, or any adult can bring a 12-year-old to an abortion clinic. They, they, don't, they don't approve of banning that. Who's extreme now? I, I mean, whatever happened to safe, legal, and rare? Remember that threshold that was set? What was that, 20 years ago, maybe? Wasn't that long ago. What happened to that? And, and we told you this was going to happen, and elections have consequences. This very well could become come law. And, and God help us in this state. I, I, it's just absolutely, absolutely despicable. And, and it just showed you the, the extreme, you know, there I'm using the word extreme, the extreme projection that Democrats were engaging in, calling Republicans extreme on this issue. Absolutely despicable. So, uh, you know, that, that's just one area that they're, they're focusing on. This just shows you the fetish that these people have for killing a child in the womb that they make this a priority. We've got a 17 plus billion dollar surplus. More money was built from the taxpayers than was necessary to fund government. Yet we're going to focus on killing kids in the womb. That's absolutely unbelievable. And you know, the pro-life crowd, when they came out and said, look, we, we, we're all for prohibition on abortion, no exceptions. And they say, well, what about rape or incest or, or, you know, life of the mother? And any credible pro-life voice would say, well, of course, the life of the mother is going to be taken in account. And there are pediatricians who will come out and tell you that there is never an instance where an abortion puts a, a, is required to save the life of a mother. Very rare, infinitesimal percentage. Same with rape or incest. The vast majority of abortions have nothing to do with life of the mother, rape, or incest. And when that's brought up, you get DFLers saying, well, yeah, well it's, but, it's, but it's non-zero. And then the DFL comes back and say, boy, you Republicans, you're demagoguing this issue. Uh, partial birth abortions, you know, uh, abortions in the third trimester, those are so very rare. But to use your argument, it's non-zero. So it's okay for you to use that argument when we're when when pro-lifers say uh, prohibition on abortions, no exceptions. Okay, because the upper ninety, uh, probably ninety-nine plus percent, have nothing to do with rape or incest or or life of the mother. Okay, but the but far left prog say, well, but but the chance is still non-zero. Okay, if the chance is non-zero that a baby can be aborted. Literally, moments before birth, when that is literally a viable human being, uh, what does that say about your position on this? So, uh, again, I don't know how well this will play with the members at large. I mean, it got through the got through the committee, but how well it get through the members uh, at large in the House and Senate, we we shall see. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That's the number to call. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM twelve eighty, the Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Master Pool and Spa's New Year sale. Save up to twenty five to sixty percent off new twenty three inventory and up to eighty percent off remaining twenty twenty twos from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. 
Master Pool and Spa, 394 in Louisiana, 952-253-0665. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory and up to 80% off remaining 2022s from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. Master Pool and Spa, 394 Louisiana, 952-253-0665. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days if you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. That's 800-846-2124. The greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. We're Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, marriage and leadership coaches and hosts of the Famous at Home podcast. With a realistic, grace-filled look at the struggles families face today, we cover topics designed to help you become a rock star under your roof, set healthy rhythms between work and home, and build a rock-solid marriage. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Famous at Home on your favorite podcast platform. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. The DFL in control, we're going to need a lot more than that. One final segment this hour. And we only have a few minutes remaining, so we want to do get to our phone call right away. Mark in St. Louis Park is on line one. Mark, always good to hear from you, sir. How are you? Brad, thanks for taking the call. And again, Happy New Year to you and your family. Uh, remember Harry Reid, the Senate Majority Leader? He was caught, caught lying about Mitt Romney's taxes. He said... Uh, who cares? We won, didn't we? Yeah. So that's kind of their that's kind of their thinking. But um, uh, hate to be a Debbie Downer here about your issues about the, with the new state Senate state house in control. I happened to turn the TV to MSNBC by mistake. I think <laughs> it was right. like a week ago, and Tim Walls is on there, and that's not his first priority. His first priority that the, the, they were the theme was the threat to democracy. Yeah. And he was on there as a guest speaker, and he says. My number one goal is to expo- expand voter access, uh, ranked choice voting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember when the Democrats took over in 2018, the federal, the House, their first bill was H.R. 1. Do you remember what that was? Uh, refresh my memory. Elections. It was to federalize the elections. Yeah. So Walls is clearly his goal is to uh, uh, make voting easier in the state, less integrity, ranked choice voting. So, um, you know, we look at the, the shiny things in the light, like like in the federal level, McCarthy and all that kind of stuff. And the mean, meanwhile, the Senate's passing judge after judge that'll be on the that'll be uh, they'll be judges for 40 years. In this case, the voting is, is very important. And Tim Walls knows that he basically said that a way to counter the threat to democracy is his number one goal. Now that he says that we have the governor, the House and the Senate is to expand voting access. Right. including ranked choice voting. So that's Tim Walls. That's what he said. I'll hang up and... Yeah, that's... Yeah, thanks, Mark. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I I mean, it's only a two-hour show. There's so many issues that uh, uh, the DFL considers their priority. And again, you know, they... they, uh, they Politically out front, they say the right things. You know, we're not trying to score political points. You know, we want to involve the Republicans in the process. Yeah, you'll you'll give them a cursory, uh, a cursory uh, involvement. But at the end of the day, you know, you can rubber stamp anything... 
that you want. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, uh, I'm, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, that would be an absolute disaster for the state. I mean, I, I don't see the Republicans winning again statewide anytime soon, anyhow. But if we get ranked choice voting, I mean, tag it and bag it. They're never winning another election uh, in the state, uh, statewide, I should say. Again, so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the one thing you know. They all, the one thing that we can count on for for Democrats when they take over is they're always overreach. And the DFL now, when they have all three legs of the stool, they're, they're going to overreach, you know. But my concern is, is if they get these buffet of legislative items that they want passed, uh, you know, to go through, uh, you know, even if Republicans get some sort of semblance of control uh, back in the future, you know, one of the chambers of the legislature, what can be done? What, what's, you know, how can the damage be undone? My concern is it'll, the damage will be so far down the road that you can't undo it. You know, and that's, that's been my thing at the national level. You know, all these people who were so anti-Trump, and they said, you know, we just got to completely gut the Republican Party, you know, just burn it all down. And if the Democrats have complete control of Washington, D.C. for, you know, a decade or so, so be it. The Republicans have to learn that lesson and we'll just rebuild the Republican Party in a better Republican Party. Well, if the Democrats ever get complete control in Washington, they're going to get rid of the filibuster. And then, and then they're going to get all their buffet of goodies going through, you know, expanding the Supreme Court, you know. For, for one thing, you know, and then all of a sudden they look at the uh, judicial branch as a shadow legislature. And then it's past the point of no return. So that's why I always say, well, you know, we need to burn the, burn the whole thing down. Well, no. No, because then it'll be past the point of no return and you won't be able to do anything and you'll never get power back. That's the whole point. So, but again, elections have consequences and we can point out and and fight all we to the best of our ability and it's worth the fight you know abraham lincoln once said uh, the probability we might fail in the struggle ought not to deter us from support of a cause we deem to be just you know these are just causes to fight the dfl on you know to fight against them definitely just causes and we can only hope we can get a couple of outstate dflers cuz you're not going to rely on the metrocrats obviously a couple of outstate dflers over to the Republican side to kind of show a little restraint. So that's hope. So it's going to be a long session, folks. So buckle up is all I can say. And they haven't even addressed gun control yet. You know that's coming. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Back in a few. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over Pool & Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory and up to 80% off remaining 2022s from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool & Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. Master Pool & Spa, 394 Louisiana, 952-253-0665. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory and up to 80% off remaining 2022s from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. Master Pool and Spa, 394 Louisiana, 952-253-0665. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. 
Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single, and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. AM 1280, The Patriot is double. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.